1: This is Fantasy Football
0: Today from CBS Sports. Here we go! Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Here we go! It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Let's go! Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. We've got some injuries to update you on and a bunch of your questions to answer. Man, my inbox is flooded, people. I appreciate it. It's good stuff at CBSI.com. I will try to respond to some emails directly on Saturday and Sunday, Uh, but I think more emails this week than I've had since the very early parts of the season, and a lot of them made their way into this show. We welcome you to the Fantasy Football Today Road Tour, presented by Little Caesars. Pizza for dinner tonight? How about ordering your favorite online from Little Caesars and using Pizza Portal Pickup? It's the latest, greatest, and hottest way to pick up a pizza without even going to the register. I'm Adam Azer. Thanks so much for tuning into this bonus episode, Ben Gretch. What's up, man?
1: Not much, man. Glad to be back on. Uh, you and you and Jamie did a good good job last week.
0: Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was fun to have Jamie back on. We haven't had him. I I enjoy the Adam and Ben shows, but yeah. uh, it was good to have Jamie back on for. Uh, you know, it was like Thanksgiving week. Still, we were in like holiday mode. We were a little goofy talking football a little more a little more business today cuz people really
1: oh i mean it's the playoffs it's it's big but yeah i, I got the time off my huskies won the <laughs> apple cup and then their coach quit and it's been <laughs> total disarray since it out here
0: you know i saw a bowl projection very unlikely unlikely but i did see a miami versus washington bowl pro- projection oh that would be great that would be not be great That would be great for you <laughs> wouldn't be great for me but we'd have to wager something for sure oh yeah all right so let's do the notes here You know what I think it is? I think we just didn't get that many emails last week because it was Thanksgiving. So now it feels like major floodage of the inbox. But okay, anyway, Le'Veon Bell is sick and may not play as of Friday afternoon. I know you're hearing this Saturday, but it's Friday afternoon. So what would your interest level be in Bilal Powell and or Ty Montgomery against the Dolphins if Bell doesn't play?
1: Well, yeah, it's tough because Montgomery, like way back in the preseason when Bell wasn't playing, Montgomery seemed to be the guy they wanted to play that dual threat role but throughout the last several weeks now we've seen Powell play more as the number two I I would expect Powell to probably be the lead but Montgomery being the passing back that he is could potentially cut into that like we just wouldn't have much indication of their workload I like this game though like I, I think the Jets in Miami has the potential to be like a pretty solid fantasy game so oh,
0: yeah oh yeah
1: 'd have some I'd have some interest but it's it's just really tough to know where where the touches would go but if you're in a spot where you don't really have any great running backs, I would I'd stash Powell first and and I would hope that you know we, we hear something if if Bell is ruled out that, that indicates that he'll be the lead
0: Yeah we talked about this on the video show at fantasy football today on Friday the, the way I put it was I'd rather have if, if Le'Veon Bell is out I would rather have Bilal Powell over a Tampa Bay running back or a San Francisco running back, any of right. them. I would rather yeah. have, and if I knew that Powell were getting all the touches, I'd probably be, you know, fairly excited about him, but we don't know that.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's a situation where he's going to have a low floor, right? But against Miami, there's a potential for a really big ceiling, and we know with that San Francisco situation, that Tampa Bay situation, the ceilings just aren't really there.
0: Oh, absolutely. And uh, four straight running backs have had 74 or more rushing yards against the Dolphins. And I'm pretty sure all of them had 15 or more carries. The week before that, Le'Veon Bell played the Dolphins, and he didn't really do that well in terms of rushing. It was something like 17 carries for 66 yards, which because he's because they can't run the ball, they're the you know arguably the worst running team in football. But he did get the receiving totals to give him a pretty good game. So that's kind of why you, you you might need an every down back to have a great game against the Dolphins. If you know if you run for the Jets because they can't run on anyone anyway. Greg Olson's out. Ian Thomas is a deep sleeper and a DFS sleeper. Uh, Austin Hooper and Julio Jones are going to play. David Njoku is expected to be active this week, but there's no commitment on his playing time. So I don't think we can really recommend Njoku, but he gets Arizona next week. So beat the waiver wire on Njoku. Adam Thielen missed practice, and Damian Williams doesn't seem likely to play. The Bills running backs... Or, uh, sorry, the... Uh, McCoy McCoy's not on the Bills anymore. The Chiefs running backs have been a, somewhat of a hot topic on our show, Ben. Uh, where do you stand on them at New England?
1: I mean, it's it's a tough one. I, I think Darwin Thompson could get a little bit extra run. They've limited McCoy pretty consciously, I think, over the last month, month and a half. But they also could very well turn McCoy loose because they don't really have a lot of options. I I, I don't think that Spencer Ware is going to get a ton of touches. He might mix in a little bit, but... He's been a free agent for several weeks now. They're familiar with him. They would have brought him in if they thought he was better than than Thompson, or, um, you know, wanted to mix him in, maybe get him if they thought he was you know better than McCoy at this point. I think it'll be mostly McCoy and Thompson, but we might see McCoy mostly just handle the early downs, and then Thompson be a little more active in the passing game. I mean, we've seen a rotation a lot this year from them.
0: Yeah, they don't give guys a lot of work. The only time they really did was with Damian Williams. He had like one week where they just yep. cleared out for him. So. They, they, they do score, though. That's the thing about the Chiefs running backs. They do score. So we'll see if we have some questions about them coming up in the show. We're also going to do some DFS talk in a bit. I do want to plug Ask FFT. It's our hashtag. Hashtag AskFFT on Twitter. Ask us some questions. We'll respond. Uh, me, Ben, Dave, Jamie, Heath, uh, Chris Towers, I think, uh, Ben Schrager. We're all responding. AskFFT is the hashtag to use on Twitter. And this is your last chance to get a T-shirt. Well, you'll have a few more weeks, but last chance for this week's contest. Get yourself a fantasy football today T-shirt. Just tell us uh, your, uh, your favorite uh, unsung hero of fantasy playoffs past, I believe. So free T-shirt to the winner there. All right, DFS. So I've got this lineup. I don't know what the maximum amount of dollars you're okay leaving on the table. But I have a lineup that has $800 left, and I don't want to change it. Well, Yeah, I think that's fine. I didn't want to change it until I saw that Adam Thielen was unlikely to play. It's a FanDuel lineup, and I had Jack Doyle in, and he's a great value. But Kyle Rudolph is an even better value. And, that, and he's $1,500 cheaper. So he's $4,800. That is like an insulting price. He's behind Irv Smith. Uh, Ben Watson, Anthony Ferkser, David Njoku, Jeremy Sprinkle, CJ Uzama, John U. Smith. I don't get it. What do they have against Kyle Rudolph? He's behind Ross Dwelly. He's the same price as Ross Dwelly.
1: I did not realize he was behind Irv Smith. That's pretty great. It's so
0: weird. (laughs) And as long as Thielen's out, I mean, this is a team in the Lions that I think they've given up five touchdowns to tight ends in their last seven games, and Rudolph is on fire. So yeah, he's scored yeah. in
1: like four straight, I think.
0: Yeah, I think it's like six out of seven or, or yeah, and the yards are getting a little better too. So I think you kind of have to play him. There's some good options at tight end, but he's the best one in terms of the value. So now I'm going to have like $2,000 <laughs> left over, but my favorite DFS plays this week are Doyle Rudolph and I'd say Odell Beckham and Melvin Gordon love Melvin Gordon. Do you have any favorites this week?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's going to be a ton of running back value opening up. You mentioned at the top, you know, a couple big ones in um, Bill Powell potentially. And we don't know what's going to happen with Kansas City. But there's a, a lot of situations like that. And one guy I think is going overlooked is Kenyon Drake, who has been the complete workhorse for Arizona for ever since he came out of their team. And I know uh, Chase Evans is coming back. It's not a great uh, – a great matchup. He just had a bad game last week. He had a couple, like he had a really good game against San Francisco, but then tough matchups with the Bucs in San Francisco again. And he d- wasn't very productive last week. Their whole offense wasn't productive. So people are going to be off him. He's one of my favorite players because just he's getting so much work. And it it is still theoretically a very productive offensive environment. They, they want to play up tempo, you know, if they play well. But they had their worst offensive uh, total yardage game of the season last week. So if they can bounce back from that, I think Drake will have a good game.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, you, you've had some good calls like that where, you know, you just, you get workload because it isn't a good matchup. That's the thing. Pittsburgh's yeah. been really good, but I see your point. I wish Pittsburgh were a little bit better offensively and I felt like they'd have to throw Well, actually, I don't know about that because I feel like Kenyon Drake's involved in, in any type of game scripts.
1: Right. good, And that's the, that's the advantage, you know, I right, mean, he, right. he, he, if it is a slow game, which it could be, he should still get plenty of carries.
0: I think I mean I want to have a few lineups. I want to have Nick Chubb in at least one of them because I could see him having 100 yards and two touchdowns against the Bengals. Um, I think James White's a pretty good play, especially on DraftKings with uh with the with uh, full PPR. So you know this is the first slate in a long time that's been pretty full because even last week when we didn't have buys, we had three Thanksgiving games. Yeah, that took four teams that aren't are usually on a Sunday slate with no buys off the schedule. So, I mean, it's really, really loaded, and it's exciting. It's a fun week. Uh, I got a few FanDuel lineups, and you can join our contest at FanDuel.com slash league slash FFT. Okay, let's read some questions now. Apple Podcasts from Seymour. Seymour's questions about a running back that, Ben, to me, is uh, one of the toughest ones. Actually, both these guys are, but Lindsey in particular. I have Lindsey and Penny. Who should I flex?
1: So this is, I mean, yeah, <laughs> Lindsey's tough, right? But both these guys are in committees, and you lean towards Lindsey right away, but you realize just because he's the lead in the committee and Penny's the, the secondary guy, their touch potential isn't really that different. Is, I, I'm going to go Penny because I think is it's a better— Is bet- uh,
0: Philip Lindsey really in a committee, though? Because Royce Freeman's been very much phased out. I, I think he had four catches last week, Freeman, but he's really got, getting so few carries.
1: Yeah, he's not getting a ton of carries, but he is playing – he actually played significantly more snaps than Lindsay last week. He's playing a lot in the passing game. Lindsey had three catches. They were all pretty much design plays. He only ran a few routes. So with Lindsay, you're basically only getting the rushing work right now, but it has fluctuated a little throughout the year. But if you look at snaps is really what I'm talking about. They are – they're both playing a lot, and Freeman actually led last week. So – um. Yeah, Lindsey's touches will be there, but I think Penny's touches will be pretty solid as well. And I actually like their team situation better. Drew Locke was all right in his first start, but really, I mean, outside the two first quarter touchdowns to to Cortland Sutton, they got really conservative. He didn't show a ton, so Denver could you know just have a bad offensive game. I
0: I'm oh, gonna yeah. go
1: with the back on the better team.
0: Okay, it's a it's a very fair point. I think what's gonna be very interesting to me is to see what Chris, uh, sorry, what Rashad Penny and in turn, Chris Carson's role is in the passing game. Cause the four catches sort of surprised me for Penny and we'll see if he can yep. back it up. By the way, uh, drew lock averaged 4.8 yards per attempt. <laughs> he averaged 4.8 yards per right. attempt last week. So this could get ugly for sure. All right. Sean in a city in West Michigan, <laughs> I, West
1: Michigan? Uh, is Lansing in West? It's like I don't in the middle.
0: Know. I have no idea. No idea. Yeah. Dear Luke, Leia, and Han. Star Wars. Yeah, crappy movie. No, just kidding. PBR, <laughs> six point per passing touchdown. Mahomes or Matt Ryan or Josh Allen?
1: I'm going to trust Mahomes. Uh, he threw for seven touchdowns in two matchups with New England last year. I know that he's not the same player this year. Uh, but I, you know, we talked a little bit on the Wednesday show at the, right at the top of the show about, um, some of the things that have not been great for him, uh, this season. But look, look, we just talked about, they don't have a lot of, a lot of faith in what they have going on at running back. We don't even necessarily know who's going to be playing at running back. I think he's going to throw plenty. This game has a high over under it very likely could end up being a pretty high scoring game. And you know, that, that sample from last year, I think at least tells us Andy Reed wants to attack new England. Um, you know, I, I think part of Mahomes having some down games has been they haven't had to press in certain spots. I think they have to here, and I, I still believe in his upside quite a bit. Matt Ryan's a good play at yeah, home, though. I but, mean, he's not a bad play.
0: Man, Matt Ryan, with all his weapons, is the is the one that would be just kind of questionable for me. Well, uh, makes it a tough call. Let's say that because I could see it. I'm still going to go Mahomes as well, but you can't. You cannot be worried about Mahomes and not be worried. You can't be worried about Mahomes and not be worried about Josh Allen because he also has a bad matchup and he's not as good as Mahomes. All right. Next question is from Scott from a city in San Diego. (laughs) Okay. What? San Diego.
1: Culver City or something like that? In San
0: Diego. Uh, How about La Jolla? Is that like a suburb of San Diego? I've been I've never been there. I saw David Justice at a restaurant in La Jolla one time.
1: There's a random ball. Oh yeah, right, what does Scott have for us?
0: Half PPR ten team league. Pick two receivers and a flex. Tyree Kill. I apologize for this. Amari Cooper. Some some of these will be from before Thursday's game. Tyree Kill, Amari Cooper, DJ Chark, Alshon Jeffrey, and Will Fuller.
1: So I guess we'll assume that he played Fuller or uh, Cooper. Yeah. Right. Because sure. Cooper did well. Um, yeah. Tyree Hill's gonna have a tough matchup with Stephon Gilmore. I still think. You have, to, you have to play him. I mean, I, I, I'm I, going to play him. I, I think these are all pretty good options, but I would have a hard time sitting a guy like that uh, with that much upside just because of a matchup. We saw DeAndre Hopkins have a pretty decent day against Gilmore last week, and Hill can always Meh. break a long play.
0: He was okay. All right, so we're going to start Hill and Cooper, and we need one more, and for me, it's an easy Alshon Jeffrey.
1: Yeah, I think Jeffrey too. He's, he's a tough guy to set this week.
0: From Andrew G, sit one. Saquon Barkley, Le'Veon Bell. Chris Carson, Cooper Cup, Chris Godwin, and Devontae Adams.
1: I think it's Bell. I mean, even if Bell plays, unless we find out that he's perfectly healthy. I mean, I, I think it's probably tough to start him. You just mentioned he wasn't great against Miami last time, and he's not like healthy. They might they might mix him in a little more. These are all good options, right? So I would go against the guy who's not healthy.
0: Yeah, to me it was either Bell or Cup, but that's a good yeah, the the, illness, the illnesses can really make a difference. Tyler Lockett, mm-hmm. Mike Evans, we've seen it uh, from AJ, Patrick Mahomes, or Carson Wentz.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go Mahomes again. I, I, Wentz is another you know reasonable play, but I I think this is the kind of game where we will see Mahomes throw 300 yards like pretty easily. I think he'll have to.
0: I sort of agree. Yeah, I agree. I'm just a little worried about like my great like if you want a good DFS play, I think the guy who's just been useless this year is Watkins. Cause I just, I really am nervous about Tyreek Hill. Sure. Someone else going to have to do it. So,
1: yeah. I mean, that's how Houston attacked them last exactly. week, right? They went to Fells and Duke Johnson early. They went to other spots.
0: Exactly. Uh, from consistent underperformer, two wide receivers and a flex. I'm going to take Adam Thielen off this list. We don't expect him. I'll keep him on just in case he plays. Okay. Thielen, Emmanuel Sanders, Golden Tate and DK Metcalf, pick two of those.
1: Yeah, I'm. A, I don't think Thielen's gonna go. Uh, I think Golden Tate against the Eagles is a pretty reasonable play. Uh, and I, so I'm a little worried about DK Metcalf, who's been seeing plenty of volume, but has been a little bit inconsistent uh, with some drops. And I think he's probably gonna get Jalen Ramsey. Right? Like, who else would Ramsey cover?
0: It stands uh, the reason. Yeah. So I don't know that it would, I, shadow,
1: I would probably go Sanders and Tate.
0: Okay, he doesn't have great options. I, I actually think I'd gamble on Thielen if Thielen does play, but just because I, we don't like Sanders and Metcalf much. Uh, and then pick a flex. Le'Veon Bell, Rashad Penny, or one of the leftover wide receivers?
1: Yeah, that's tough. Um, I Yeah, I guess I would gamble Thielen if he plays. It, it doesn't seem likely he's going to play, so if he doesn't...
0: Well, I wouldn't make a flex. guess I'd, I'd
1: go, I don't know, Metcalf or, or Penny, who do you like?
0: I go Bell. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean, I'll I'll go Bell. See if Bell
1: happens. plays, yeah, yeah, sure.
0: Well, I can't I can't stress this enough. Like Seattle had the ball for forty minutes last week. I really don't know what the touches are going to look like if they have it for 30.
1: Oh, I know. They had 43. They're they're two running backs combined for 43 touches. I agree. But Dave Richard had a really good stat on Penny that last year against the Rams in both games, the number two back had at least 75 yards and a touchdown while the number one back also had 100 yards. So they did something similar to what they did last week against the Rams both games last year. Um, They like to run against them.
0: Yeah, interesting. From Truitt and Pete, 10-team PPR, three-wide receiver, super flex league. All of the Chiefs' running backs are on the waiver wire right now. Talk me into or out of picking one or two of them up. I have a first-round buy.
1: In a 10-team league, I think this is tough. It would really depend on who you're cutting, and I don't think you're really cutting... I I, I don't I don't know that any one, one of them is going to grab enough of the backfield to where you're going to feel comfortable plugging them in necessarily in a 10-team league. Right. So. I think, I don't even know who I would say. Who, who would be your favorite? McCoy, I guess, because he's probably in the lead. But it's probably Damian Williams coming back and having the best chance at being the lead in a, in a specific game where you'd want to start him.
0: I think the only one who has a chance of being like a must-start standout is Damian Williams. Yeah. You know, that's kind of... But McCoy is in a more obvious pickup right now. But, you know, upside's yeah, capped. Uh, from Mike in Illinois. Hey, Johnny, Bobby, Tommy, and Dutch. I don't know. Uh those are Cobra Kai Karate Kid. Members. Karate Kid. Yes, sir. Uh since it has been established that Die Hard is a Christmas movie wrong. What are your thoughts on Lethal Weapon as a Christmas movie? I Ben doesn't know Lethal Weapon.
1: What? <laughs> does Lethal Weapon have anything to do with Christmas? Yeah it does. Is there-
0: yeah. It takes place seen during it. Christmas. I don't re- time. Oh,
1: is that is that the one that ends like on the street in a neighborhood and there's like Christmas yes. lights? Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: and there's like a Christmas tree scene at the beginning. Lethal Weapon could not be less of a Christmas movie. It absolutely not a Christmas movie, which is proof that Die Hard is also not a Christmas movie.
1: Yeah, I agree with both of those takes. Thank
0: you, Mister Pop Culture, agrees with me. Uh, <laughs>
1: That's not the guy you
0: want to be <laughs> aligned with. <laughs> From King Dylan, twenty-four-twenty-four, pick two and a half PPR. Chris Carson, Kenyon Drake, Miles Sanders.
1: I'm gonna take Drake and Carson. And I like Sanders, but I I like Drake.
0: <laughs> That's interesting. Okay. I, I thought you'd go Sanders and Carson, but all right. You are Drake, you are feeling Drake. You started from the bottom, yeah. and now you're here. From KTM six seven zero nine dear dear johnny dutch body (laughs) we got another wait what we got another karate (laughs) kid reference wow that's interesting Uh, maybe i copied and pasted it wrong i don't know but this even the names are in different order this time okay karate kid see you may not know but on the sunday show i play the karate kid you're the best around song like when we talk about the best of the week so sure I've listened to this podcast for a few years now I start in the summer so I can crush my drafts and continue throughout the year even my wife who has no interest whatsoever in fantasy football doesn't mind listening to it with me because of the petty snarkiness between Adam and insert experts name here (laughs) our dog does the best impression of a Heath sigh and one of these days I'll capture it on my new phone and post it to the Facebook page Founders Breakfast Stout is a dessert and Die Hard is a Christmas movie. In summation, all I have to say is got to go by.
1: Did this come from the same email address? (laughs) Because it's also saying that Die Hard is a Christmas movie along with the intro. I don't think so.
0: He actually has a fantasy question, though. Um, Okay, so... Oh, we have to set his whole lineup? Okay, I'd start Wentz over Dak, but I would have said that even before the game. Uh, Two running backs. Gurley, Barkley, Michelle, Penny, Jamal Williams.
1: I just think Gurley and Barkley, probably.
0: Two receivers. Mike Evans, Calvin Ridley, Crowder, Tate.
1: I'm going to go Evans and Ridley.
0: Evans and Ridley, okay. And give me a flex from Sonny Michelle, Penny, Jamal Williams, Crowder, I think, Tate.
1: I think Michelle's a reasonable play here. Um, Kansas City's running defense is pretty bad. He didn't play a lot against Houston, but they were chasing points the whole game. I think there's a pretty good chance that they'll try to establish points. Pen, uh, Michelle against you know a really beatable Rundy and and obviously Tom Brady has not looked his best self lately so
0: I, uh, flex him. I also think everybody's a little bit too low on Michelle uh, to me though it's between Crowder and Michelle and it might depend on your scoring because I think Crowder could have a big game uh, against the Dolphins but yeah just, sure. those are tough calls and uh, Waller or Hunter Henry this week
1: oh man that's a coin flip right um, I'm going to go Henry
0: Okay. Our email address is at com. Our email of the day is from Daniel. I like this email here, even though I disagree with it, but I like it. Let me set the stage. 12-0. One more game to complete a perfect regular season, playing against a bottom half team. My quarterback is Deshaun Watson and Prescott having struggled with the Pats the week prior. So I benched. Uh Oh, oh! he doesn't have Prescott. He's saying, because Prescott struggled the, uh, the week before against the Pats, I benched Watson for Darnold. You know the rest of the story. I lost by 13 points. The quarterback swap made all the difference. Play your studs. They're studs for a reason. I like it. I don't. I hate it. Okay.
1: <laughs> I, I mean... That makes perfect sense. I think that's where you and I disagree on a lot of these. Is I I like to play studs when it's a, when it's a coin you know a close call.
0: I mean, I like to play studs too, but I told a lot of people to sit Watson specifically for Darnold. I mean, that was one that I felt really good about. It was a terrible call, in retrospect.
1: But they the Patri- they do work out sometimes. No, to they, play they work the out all the like time. That. I mean, yeah. you,
0: Dak Prescott the week before is proof itself. Dak Prescott this week, he's not going to be a top twelve quarterback with nineteen fantasy points. He may not even be top fifteen in a full slate. So I, you know, the Patriots defense was just unbelievable, and I just didn't see that coming from Watson. So I I don't agree with, yeah, with great starting game
1: from, from Houston too. We just talked about. I mean, I didn't see it coming either. They 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 played really well
0: actually like. I didn't think Watson was really doing anything that extraordinary until those back-to-back touchdown passes to Fuller and Stills. I know only one of them counted, but that was a that was an yeah. amazing sequence.
1: And then catching the the little flip from from right. Hopkins and diving. I mean, he's good. He can do a lot. <laughs> he can he can score a lot of ways.
0: Yeah. So seem. So I guess he has. Do you know this? Like his prime time stats.
1: I'm sure they're great.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're, like, incredible. So that's something we have to look into, too. I I really wasn't aware of that. But it wouldn't have changed my mind, honestly. Uh, And I certainly wouldn't have played him in FanDuel because it would have been too expensive. But this week, Deshaun Watson is one of my favorite quarterbacks in FanDuel. FanDuel's pricing is, is very interesting. They've got four quarterbacks who are sort of standing ahead of the pack. It's Lamar Jackson, Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, and one more. I don't remember off the top of my head. Those four are sort of ahead of everyone else. And then there is this massive group of quarterbacks who are priced very similarly. And Watson's in that group. I mean, same price as like the Sam Darnolds of the world and, and the Jimmy Garoppolo's. So yeah, hell yeah, I'll start a stud in that situation. And you should do that on FanDuel. Find those great values. Tyler Boyd's too cheap. Odell Beckham's too cheap. Start him up on FanDuel. Join right now. FanDuel.com slash FFT. Put in 20 bucks, get 20 back. A $20 deposit gets you $5 in site credit every week for four weeks at FanDuel.com slash FFT. Pick a new team every week. It's more flexible than your seasonal leagues. The injuries and the busts don't end your season. You don't have to, like if you're a Dalvin Cook owner, you don't have to freak out right now. You just play somebody else on FanDuel. Maybe you play Madison, and you have a chance to win millions of dollars. Sign up right now. Get $20 in total bonus when you make your first deposit of $20. 5 a week for four weeks. FanDuel.com slash FFT. That's FanDuel.com slash FFT or download the FanDuel app. Ben, I have two categories of emails. Emails that I looked at before I put them in the notes and emails that I didn't look at before I put in the notes. (laughs) So let's start with the ones that I pre-read just to make sure everything's kosher here and there are no Thursday questions. From Mark, Hooper or Mixon PPR flex?
1: Oh, I'm going to go Mixon. A couple weeks ago, Gio Bernard got hurt. Mixon played a a few more snaps and was worked in a little bit more in the passing game. And then when Bernard came back the next week, that bump in work went away. Last week with Andy Dalton back under center and Bernard healthy, we saw that elevation of his workload again. He played his highest snapshot of the year, ran his highest route percentage of the year. I think you can trust Mixon.
0: I think C- looking at how Tyler Lockett has struggled since his injury, and I don't know if it's injury-related or not, how Tevin Coleman has has been terrible, maybe that's injury-related, I don't know. How Saquon Barkley's been injury, injured and struggling, you know, if you have a good option like Mixon versus Austin Hooper, I wanna yeah. I wanna see it first from Hooper in this scenario. When you're comparing him to tight ends, it's different, but uh ten team non PPR pick two of three. This is from Alistair Campbell in Scotland. Corlin Sutton, Devontae Parker, Joe Mixon.
1: Ooh, that's tough. I just said he could trust Mixon, but Oh, and, in non ppr you want to lean towards a running back, right? But yeah, it is a tough on. matchup for for Mixon. I want to play Devontae Parker no matter what, and I think I'm probably going to play Cortland Sutton. See, that, how uh, good he's
0: been! He had five targets last week.
1: I know. There's he had not. Five. Lo- he's walking a thin line. He He'd is be the one that I'd sit over Parker.
0: Parker for sure. Yeah, I'd go Mixon. I don't know if it's a tough matchup. It's strange. Teams are not running the ball a lot on Cleveland. But when they have run the ball, they've been successful. So I'd go mixing. All right, Ben says Sutton, but Parker's the easy one. You ever see, uh, speaking of Scotland, you ever see Braveheart?
1: Yeah, a few and
0: times. How do you feel about it?
1: thought it was a good movie. I saw it when I was younger, so I was, you know, I was like, this is awesome.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's mind-blowing when you're young. When
1: you're like a 20-year-old, you know, you're you're pumped about that movie.
0: Oh, I saw it in theaters. I was probably like 10 or something.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah, a little violent, right? Yeah. My parents took me to see that. I think they just really wanted to see it. They probably didn't have a babysitter. so. (laughs) I've been very violent ever since. It's my favorite movie, by the way. Love that movie. Uh, From Rusty. I need a running back and a flex. PPR. Also, a point for every touch. So, that's interesting. All right. James White. Carlos Hyde needs a running back and a flex. James White, Carlos Hyde, Bo Scarborough, Benny Snell.
1: A point for every touch. I have to think that Scarborough and Snell and Hyde and those types of backs are are pretty good in this type of scoring system. Hyde obviously lost quite a bit of work last week to Duke Johnson in that game where... I don't know that that's the way it's gonna be going forward, but they were so much more effective, Houston, with Duke Johnson in there as opposed to the more one dimensional hide. So I, I think Scarborough and Snell, you gotta be pretty confident, are gonna get plenty of touches. Connor's out. Um and then White. That's my Oh, a oh, running back start flex or two running
0: backs? It's the same. He gave us four running backs.
1: Is it three total or two total? Two total. Oh, uh, we got well, we gotta play white, right? I mean I think you have to I play. Think white so, I, I think so, because
0: he... I think he won't have the same amount of touches, but I think he's the best play in PPR.
1: So, so then you're picking one of those other guys. It's not Hyde for me. I, I'll say Scarborough against Minnesota. That's kind of rough.
0: So I'm worried about them getting getting blown out. I would yeah. go Snell.
1: Yeah, Snell against Arizona. That's right. I was trying to figure out
0: Snell's Snell matchup. And Scarborough but are the, Snell and Scarborough are the same same player. Same player, better <laughs> matchup. Yeah. All right, from Garrett. Half PPR. Emmanuel Sanders, DJ Chark, or Zach Pascal? Chark. From no name. How do I not know this? Hey, Babe, Steve, Drew, and Tom.
1: Um, I mean, Babe immediately makes me think of Babe Ruth, but I don't know who Steve, Drew, and Tom are.
0: Well, this is why we have Google. Oh, it's...
1: Are you going to get is this? it different Boston players because Tom Brady and Babe Ruth was the Red Sox? I don't know. Drew Bledsoe?
0: Oh, I think these are apparently... New England quarterbacks. Who's Babe? Babe okay. Perilli. All right. 1960s. Steve Grogan in the 1970s. There you go. Okay. Did Steve DeBerg start for them?
1: I don't know. He was like a chief in a... Yeah,
0: maybe there's He was around Steve. the
1: league. I have no <laughs> idea if he started for the Patriots, but he played yeah. in a lot of places. Oh, I forgot
0: to read something. Okay, I have to go back and read something after this question from No Name. Uh, Non-PPR... Six-point-per-passing touchdown. Ryan Fitzpatrick or Jameis Jameis Winston?
1: I'm taking Fitzpatrick. I like them both because I really like vertical downfield passers, but I I can't get away from thinking that Miami's going to throw a ton in this game. It's been their most effective offensive, uh, you know, whatever, game plan lately, right? And they've been very vertical down the field. They're the
0: worst-running team in football.
1: And they're terrible, and now they lose Kalen Balaz. They're probably going to mostly play Patrick Laird, but like they have no running game to speak of. And then they're also playing the Jets, who teams can't run against. Yeah, they have a right. great front seven, and and teams have to throw against. So I honestly think that Fitzpatrick's going to throw forty times, pretty pretty comfortably. So that like yardage wise and all of that, you have to feel pretty secure about his floor. I I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with him this week.
0: Steve Deberg did not play for the Patriots, Niners, Broncos, Bucks, Chiefs. Dolphins, and Falcons. Niners was the other one, yeah. I, for some, whatever reason, I picture him in the Northeast. I think of Steve Berg. I think of snow. I don't know why. Uh, this is what I meant to... not weird? Maybe because it's like an iceberg or something like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Rusty said... I don't think about Steve DeBerg much. I think about Steve DeBerg all the time. I have a poster. So, Rusty, who asked us about James White and Carlos Hyde and Scarborough, and stuff, I said, P.S., tell Ben he has a very interesting laugh, kind of like a villain with his snicker.
1: <laughs> I, that's ter- That's the worst <laughs> thing to tell me because I have like seven different laughs depending on what I'm laughing at or like how heartily I'm laughing. But now you got me thinking about my laugh. No one wants to think about their no,
0: laugh. No, no, it's a bad thing to think about. That's bad. Evil villain, Ben Gretsch. From Anthony, Robbie Anderson or Curtis Samuel?
1: Ooh, I do like that Jets game, but I'm going to go Samuel here.
0: From Luke, half PBR, white, McCoy, uh, pick, how many do we need here? Pick one. James White, LaShawn McCoy, Brandon Cooks, Mike Williams, Zach Pascal.
1: I don't see how you sit white.
0: Not for, for the
1: No, I'm not that high on Pascal. You're that high on Pascal? Don't be crazy. <laughs> there's,
0: there's enough bad games in James White's past. Oh, look, Zach Pascal's facing a team that gives up the most fantasy points to wide receivers.
1: And yeah, no, He's the no, only I mean, wide
0: receiver they have.
1: He's a reasonable option, but James White scored like 50 points last week. But I mean, more more specifically, you have Paris Campbell back. I still think Jack Doyle is going to be heavily involved. Pascal's a a reasonable play, but they spread the ball around a lot. And if they do get ahead, they're not going to like they'll also go conservative. Like they're not afraid to go conservative. It's not a, a good run matchup, but. I, no, I think
0: that's another reason why I like Pascal because he can't really I just run don't the think box. of
1: Pascal as a traditional number one, and I think people have kind of slotted him into the TY Hilton role, but it's a team oh, that spreads yeah. the ball. He's there and he can he can have big games, but
0: they can't really spread the ball though. It's gonna be him and Doyle. It's just a matter of Marcus they're,
1: Johnson guy that they're playing a ton, yeah, he could have a decent game. Five targets maybe
0: maybe, maybe. he's had a he's I had think a Paris Campbell
1: games. has a good good
0: game. I really do. Okay. So from next email, Zach, there we go. Half PPR playoffs, round one. Uh, I have a better team, but I have bad matchups this week. I might need a big game from my flex. Would you go with Stefan Diggs or DJ Moore?
1: Oh, I love both those guys. That's like two of my probably five <laughs> favorite players in the NFL. So for me, it's like starting these guys no matter what. Now you're making me choose. I'm going to take DJ Moore. His targets have been so consistent. I think nine plus for eight straight games or something like that. I mean, it's obscene. I'm pretty sure he's leading the NFL in targets over that stretch. You have to feel really good about that. Uh, but you know, if Thielen sits again, Diggs is in a good matchup too. I just think, uh, like we were just talking about, Minnesota has the potential to go out ahead and run a lot.
0: Okay. This one's from Jonathan need a wide receiver too: Tyler Lockett, Robert Woods, or Robbie Anderson.
1: And Ooh, easy, Yeah. Easy
0: for me. I go woods.
1: It's either woods or Lockett. Um, all right, we can go woods. I, I, I think Lockett was legitimately sick last week and still has plenty of upside. Three
0: bad games in a row. I agree, but Woods has, Woods has what, 90 yards in three straight games or something like that?
1: Yeah, he's been a really right back into being a huge part of their offense.
0: And then who do I flex, Lockett, Robbie Anderson, or Devin Singletary?
1: Uh, see, this is where I'll go, Lockett. It. It's PPR, right?
0: Do I don't know? know. No, I'm not sure.
1: If it's non-PPR, actually, I don't think I'm playing Singletary against Baltimore. Okay. I think I'm going Lock and Woods regardless.
0: From Jeff, San Francisco or Patriots DST?
1: Oh, remind me of their matches. We got Patriots, Patriots against the Chiefs.
0: Niners Saints.
1: Wow, you have both of... This is why <laughs> this is why we said all along you can trade these defenses. You yeah. have the top two defenses, and they both have bad matchups. I... I'm taking the Saint. Uh, uh, excuse me the the 49ers but like Same. I don't want to pick a defense against the Saints in the Superdome. I'm probably streaming a defense if this is me. I'm probably cutting one of these
0: teams. Well, don't cut the Patriots cuz they get the Bengals next right. week. So but I, you can't cut, cut the Niners the, or yeah. cut
1: someone else on my roster and carry 3 Ds, but I don't like either of these. So the
0: Niners the, the difference between the two honestly, the Patriots haven't really been good defend uh, you know in terms of scoring for DSTs in tough matchups whereas the 49ers had a huge game against the Seahawks, a huge game against the Packers, and they were okay against the Ravens. So if I had to pick one of them, it would be the 49ers. But I also think the 49ers are more droppable so they get Atlanta and then the Rams in their next two games, whereas the Patriots have the Bengals and the Dolphins or something. Mm-hmm. So they're probably going to win Bills. you a fantasy. The Patriots, okay, the Bills. Um, but yeah, the Redskins, the Packers, the Texans... These are DSTs that... Did I say the Redskins? I, I Yeah, I'm sorry. you just said them. The Packers facing the Redskins. Uh, the Texans, the Vikings. These are teams that you can stream over those two. And from Mervin, contemplating my wide receiver two and flex, uh, Robbie Anderson or Alshon Jeffrey?
1: Oh, definitely Alshon for me there.
0: Yes, and then would you go with... Robbie Anderson, Mark Ingram, or Austin Eckler?
1: I would not go with Robbie. I mean, there's a lot of questions about Robbie here, so I should probably explain. I'm just, I, I. it could be Crowder, it could be Demaryius Thomas, it could be Ryan Griffin, and they could also have a tough game, even though I, I did say I expect the Jets-Miami game to be pretty productive. But Anderson has not had very consistent downfield volume all year. He has for the last couple weeks, but uh, I think he's a pretty risky play compared to somebody like Alshon who just got massive volume last week when he came back. So then, as far as the backs, I think you're you're probably playing Ingram as your flex.
0: Okay. And then this question is from Jeff. Four-point-per-passing touchdown. Russell Wilson or Kirk Cousins?
1: Um, I'm going to go Wilson just because I think, again, Minnesota probably gets out ahead against a depleted Lions team and, and runs the ball. We might see some Madison late.
0: All righty. Have you ordered a pizza online from Little Caesars yet? If not, you're missing out on Pizza Portal Pickup what is pizza portal pickup? It's like getting a pizza right out of the oven yourself. You walk in, you enter a code on the portal, a door opens and you're off with your favorite pizza and whatever pizza it is, it's going to have crazy, crazy amounts of toppings. So it's fun. Give it a try, but it's only available at little Caesars pizza, pizza. And here are the emails that I didn't look at before I put them in the notes. So this should be fun for from Jeffrey. (laughs) It's three straight Jeffreys, or no three out of four. We've had an email from Jeffrey in three of our last four games. All right, I'm worried about Tyreek Hill. <laughs> <laughs> I have Hill... See,
1: God- was that my sinister laugh? I have no idea.
0: I don't... I didn't feel that sinister to me. I'll let you no. know. All right. Uh, Tyreek Hill, Chris Godwin, Cortland Sutton, Devontae Parker, and John Brown. I'm thinking about benching Hill for Parker and starting Godwin, Sutton, and Parker. So I wouldn't do that. I would start... I wouldn't either. I would start... <laughs> I would. St-
1: you would bench Sutton. Right? I bench Sutton. Yeah, okay. I'd start and Godwin,
0: Parker, and Hill. But it, yeah, what if I'd
1: you could play, only? I'd play Parker, Godwin, and Hill. I agree with you. What if you could
0: only start two of them?
1: I'd probably play Parker and Godwin. Yeah, I'd, that's probably where I would draw the line with Hill because man, Parker and Godwin—they're much better matchups and have been been fine, and you feel better about their their floors.
0: Dear Trey, Damon, Aishon, and Romeo. Um, those feel like Detroit Lions to me.
1: Which Romeo? Ashawn Robinson, Trey Flowers, Damon, Damon and Snacks ha- Harrison. Yeah. Is that the D-line for the Lions?
0: Yeah. A'shaun Robinson. Who's Romeo? I'm t- <laughs> oh, uh, Romeo Aquara. He's a former okay. Giant who is now... Are these all former Giants? No, because Trey Flowers wasn't. And A'shaun, no. Two of them are. Uh, okay, those are... Those are uh lives. I was thinking
1: Romeo Cornell. I couldn't get him out of my head. <laughs>
0: why why you see Romeo in football, you should be thinking about him. You you are to Romeo Cornell as I am to Steve DeBerg. Can't get him out of my head. Can I trust Tyler Lockett this week? I also have Debo, Samuel, Will Fuller, or Golden Tate that I could start ahead of him. This is from Praj, by the way.
1: Ah man, that's tough. I, I would play Lockett, but um I can see a case for any of those other receivers.
0: Honestly, you love Will Fuller, right? Because I love Will I Fuller this week. So you must love Will Fuller this week.
1: Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm really high on Fuller this week. You know Chris Harris is going to be on, on Hopkins. Fuller had just that near miss, but also uh, it was the game plan to go away from him last week. I don't think it's going to be um, a situation where he's, you know, not seeing very many targets like he did against New England. So I, I think he'll be fine.
0: Yeah, but I'd be fine starting Lockett ahead of him. I mean, they're pretty yeah. similar, I think, right now. From Brian, hey, Sword, Snow, and William.
1: Huh. Is that Game of Thrones? Snow makes me think Game of Thrones and Sword. I don't know.
0: I don't think so. This feels Disney-like to me. I've been I've been guessing fairly well today.
1: Oh, it's White, Snow White. Uh, and... Oh no, that's Walter White. I was thinking of. Uh, oh yeah. it's not William White. Who's
0: Sword White? Yeah, I don't know. You suck, Ben. Let me see who this is. This is. Uh... Oh, it is Snow White. Snow White and the Huntsman, and I guess. Okay. William Sword. Ah, who the, whatever. That's Disney. That's right. All right. Yeah. PPR. Someone, someone's been watching Disney. No, not yet. No, Pretty <laughs> soon. PPR. Choose a running back. Singletary or Penny?
1: I'm going to go Penny. I don't like the matchup for Singletary very much.
0: Choose two receivers. Jeffrey, Sutton, Woods, Metcalf, Crowder, Debo. Again, Jeffrey, Sutton, Woods, Metcalf, Crowder, and Debo.
1: I, I mean, again, I really like Jeffrey. After that volume last week, they show that they've really been missing him. Uh, and I think I'll go Woods. I I mean, I love Sutton. Just love him. But now, it's not... Well, now we need a, a flex,
0: though. So you can go Sutton. So you have Singletary, Sutton, Metcalf, Crowder, and Debo.
1: Yeah, I'll go Sutton in the flex.
0: From Mike. Uh, choose three of these five. I'm going to assume he started Amari Cooper, so choose two of these four. Chris Godwin, Cooper Cup, John Brown, and Keenan Allen.
1: I think it's Godwin and... Allen,
0: from avid listener, James. I need a little help in my running back spot. PPR starting for net Rashad, Penny, Marlon Mack, Darius Geis or Tevin Coleman. PPR
1: can't trust Coleman. Guys had an awesome game, but very low volume. He was the third, uh, third on the team in snaps, just the running back position, uh, and against the, the best defense to run against. So, Expecting him to match that is tough. He's a he's a great talent, but I, I, it's another decent matchup too. But I'm not going to play guys in the situation. Mac is the one that you know, kind of wild card. If he's fully healthy, he might be the right guy, but it's not a great matchup. I I'm probably leaning Penny right now without knowing how healthy Mac is.
0: I think that's fair because I I think Penny and Mac could get. I think Penny could have like five fewer carries, but maybe. Three more catches than Mac, and it is PPR, and Mac's matchup just stinks. So I think that's that's fair, uh, yeah. going Penny over Mac. This is from Bob, pick two in PPR for Week 14: John Brown, Zach Paschal, James Washington, Ronald Jones, or no Marvin Jones. Part part of me.
1: Yeah, this is tough, and it's not because of John Brown, who's the first guy I'd have out because. I don't really want to play him against the Ravens, but we talked about Pascal does. I mean, this is a situation where I would definitely consider Pascal has a good matchup. Washington has a good matchup against Arizona and Marvin Jones torched Minnesota last time they played. So I'd have a hard time getting away from him, but you know, they might make more of a concerted effort against him, but that's, I believe his four touchdown game earlier this year was against Minnesota, right?
0: Oh, I'm not sure.
1: I'm pretty sure it was. Um, all right about that. that was right after we had the discussion about Minnesota's cornerbacks, and then Marvin Jones <laughs> went and torched them.
0: <laughs> yeah, they, they are not good. Uh,
1: so I think I'm going Pascal and Jones, and I'm going to leave Washington off just because he's been so efficient. It's going to be hard for him to continue to be so productive down the field. But
0: Yeah, here's the thing. Well, this isn't really a big case for Washington because it's not like he gets heavy targets, but in, they've played four games without Matthew Stafford. And in three of those four games, Marvin Jones has had five or six targets and less than 50 yards. Well, you know, one of the. In three games, he's had five or six targets. In three games, he's had less than 50 yards. Hasn't always lined up at the same game. Same thing with Kenny Galladay. He had one game with like nine targets, and he's had four or five in the other three. So I have a a lot of trouble trusting them. I think we can agree Pascal's won. I'd go Washington. You'd go Jones. That is fair. And you're right. He did have the four touchdowns against minnesota but I,
1: I i think you just made a good point too i don't think i was really considering the quarterback change enough and you know i i i want to switch over to your answer
0: okay welcome <laughs> <forward>. <laughs> it
1: was uh. close and you just swayed me
0: uh all right last that was my evil laugh uh two more here from jeff so many jeffs today pick oh, two gosh. running backs joe mixon sony michelle tevin coleman matt Breida. Rashad Penny and Alexander Madison, Joe Mixon, Sony Michelle, Coleman Brita, Penny and Madison.
1: So for me, I'm immediately throwing out Coleman Brita and Madison. It comes down to Mixon, Michelle, and Penny, um, and it's tough. <laughs> I I you know I've obviously said I like Penny a lot on this show. Uh, I like Michelle against Kansas City's Run D. Um, and I'm I'm comfortable with Mixon. So I, I think probably Mixon's my my top option here, and then. I'm gonna go Michelle. I'm gonna sit Penny in this in this case.
0: By the way, every answer we've given today regarding Alexander Madison is with the assumption that Dalvin Cook is playing. So, you know <laughs> Madison. Which they pro- said he's a hundred percent. Right. So
1: at this point we're we're pretty confident, right, but right. that could change.
0: Dear Herman, this is from oh no name here. So sorry about that. Last email. Dear Herman, Gary, Ara, and Klein or Ara. I this is, Notre Dame coaches? Maybe.
1: Yeah. Maybe.
0: Is that what no, it is? No, doesn't look like that. This appears to be something much more sophisticated than that.
1: Herman Edwards, I think of, and not. Yeah, Ara is definitely a coach name. I can't remember who it is. Oh, Ara
0: Parseghian, the uh, yeah, Notre Dame yeah. coach. I don't know. Sit two. Sit two of the following in PPR: Tyler Lockett, Tyler Boyd, James White, Kareem Hunt, and Alshon Jeffrey.
1: So this is where we can sit Lockett because he has been inconsistent and we have good enough options here. Um, The other guy I'm going to sit, I I would have a hard time sitting White. I'm not sitting Jeffrey, I don't think. I don't want to sit Boyd, so I think I might sit Hunt as good as he's been. But that feels wrong too. What do you think?
0: Exactly what you said. Yeah. You know, I'm definitely going to start Boyd and Jeffrey. And White, I think you and I, I think we're all on the same page. Like, it should be a high-scoring game, and he should be involved. So, I just, I, I'm still a little bit stuck on the fact that he was so uninvolved in the passing game, basically, three straight games. Well, at least in terms of, like, actual production. I know he had seven targets against Philadelphia, but I, I'm going to believe in James White. I think uh, he had, a, like, a three-game blip. Actually, he scored a rushing touchdown one of those games, but... He, for what he typically does, he had a three-game blip. I think he's, you know, pretty much back. I think he's their second most reliable target right now. So Yeah, he
1: is. I mean, Yeah. Sit, hunt, they, and They're going to throw to him because they don't have anyone to throw to outside Edelman.
0: Yeah. I, nope, we haven't really talked about Jacoby Myers, like, all week. But I wonder if he's a sleeper. Let me just take a look at his game. because. He played so, a lot more than Sanu, and he's had 16 right. targets in his last two games.
1: He and Sanu are, are playing the same role, and Harry and Dorsett play the same role. And last week, Dorsett and Sanu were back. Dorsett played substantially over Harry, but Myers kept the the playing time lead over Sanu. Now, I'm I my take on that was that Dorsett was coming back from a concussion. Sanu was coming back from an injury that maybe lingers a little bit. He could easily be healthier and just push Myers back. Uh, in playing time, I would expect that they want to use Sanu. They traded a second round pick for him, so I, I, I don't think I could trust Myers.
0: All right, Ben. Thank you, man. Let's get our Friday yeah. on, huh?
1: Yeah, let's go.
0: Well, I'll uh, talk to you on Sunday night with the recap. Have a great weekend, everybody. Go your favorite college football team. Big weekend there, and uh, we will talk to